0: Check, a one-two, a one-two. What's up, everybody? It's B.O.B. Episode 61, here in the lounge. Just saw the Gotham TV premiere on Fox. I'm a huge Batman fan, so I'm going to cover this series for as long as it doesn't suck. Yes, last night it didn't really suck, but I do have some... Just some gripes of what's going on in this this, uh, hour-long drama. Brought to you by DC Comics on the Fox Network. Let's talk about the way it opens with Catwoman. Our POV is Catwoman on the rooftop. We're looking down at the city of Gotham. We look at its neo-decker. It's just really strange decor it's got going on. It looks like it's 2014. It looks like it's 1950. And uh, Catwoman, who looks, I guess, she must be age 12, 13, uh, pickpockets some people uh, on the street, steals some milk out of a lady's bag with a knife, and feed some cats in the alley and it happens to be the alley that bruce wayne's parents are murdered so here's the twist for the first time ever the assailant the perp is masked and he's overweight for the first time ever in any comic book that i've ever read about batman any film adaptation the guy's a little chubby what's this mean i don't know i mean there's some speculation online that it's the joker but I've never seen a fat Joker. Have you? So, uh, yeah, basically we see the pearls drop, the, the classic image of Bruce uh, as he weeps for his parents as they take their last breaths. And he lets out a, you know, a gut-wrenching scream. And I believe we go to our first commercial. At this point, I'm looking at my wife and I'm trying to be like, okay, maybe there's a shot that this could really be good. And, you know, she's a little optimistic because, I mean, I, I hate to put this out there, but, I mean, I watched the first uh, few episodes of Arrow, and it's it's kind of, you know, cheeky. So I was a little scared about Gotham. So we come back and we meet Jim Gordon, this dude Mackenzie. I can't even remember the show he's on. I'm not even going to look it up because I want Jim Gordon to be a certain way. And he has moments where he actually hits Um, The right note of what Jim Gordon is But then he has other moments Where like he says something That's just like such a straight one-liner Out of, you know A big budget blockbuster script You know, like uh, the one-liners And stuff like that I read something online today That somebody thinks that uh, Eventually uh, somebody's going to use the line uh, You know, you're a funny joker I um, was pleased to see that there was some sort of chemistry between uh, Bullock and uh, Gordon in the Gotham City PD they definitely had some moments together uh, the first choice to play uh, Harvey I I don't know if I really like him that much I mean I've seen him in some other stuff but I just don't see him as on that uh, I'm just getting a text now from Ann Reed Gotham is on Hulu about to watch ooh might I'll have to give you a call a little later in the show uh, so before I go any further into, uh, the series here, we're going to give, uh, some bat fans a call. Uh, first up on the list is, uh, Joe Nars uh, from the previous Bobcast, the Average Show Fantasy Football Cast. Yo? Yo, Joe, welcome back to the Bobcast. Hello man? How you doing? Chillin', on my way to
1: the car.
0: So, uh, we're talking about Gotham, and uh, you watched it last night, and uh, we're calling a couple different Bat-fans to share their thoughts on the pilot episode of Gotham. Um,
1: I had thought of, uh, well, I'll watch it, um, you know, they, they sort of hooked me in. It's on Fox, it's not on, you know, WP or some other shitty station, like ABC, I don't know, ABC just puts up dumpster fire sort of TV shows. Like, S.H.I.E.L.D. um, I, You know, I liked it. Uh, I have no idea who...
0: Uh, what's Will Smith, uh, John's name? Who are you talking about? Uh, oh, Jada Pinkett Smith. What,
1: what's uh, Oh yeah, what's
0: her name? Uh, uh, Fish Mahoney.
1: She's from the
0: comics? No, she's not from the comics. She's made for uh, the TV show. Okay, so... I was a little confused
1: about her. Um, I was a little confused about Catwoman being, you know, uh, I don't know, what does she look like, 16, 15 and 18? I didn't yeah. know Catwoman was supposed to be older, that much older than Bruce Wayne.
0: Yeah. Uh, um,
1: Did You know what I mean? I liked the show. It was It was interesting.
0: Well, the feelings uh, uh, here on the Gotham Bobcats have been mixed. I mean, as a bad fan, I, you know, I, I liked it, but I didn't love it. But like, I don't know the thing with Cat Catwoman like perching. You know what I mean? Like on rooftops as a kid, like, ugh. I just yeah, I, I had to look it was, away. It, was a little silly. it wasn't wasn't really uh, you know uh, as great as I would hope it would be, but obviously I'm going to watch it until it like, gets canceled yeah I I think it it did receive a, a pretty high rating I guess for the time slot going against a couple other shows but um you say it received a high rating how did the review how are the reviews uh the reviews on like Collider.com they like it you know what I mean like they're not hating on it um okay but then again they do rave about you know other shows that not necessarily are good but uh the show Gotham do you believe the this new Commissioner Gordon do you think that he's like you know legit um well,
1: look, I think it was incredibly predictable, you know, the no nonsense. Uh, uh, you know, uh, always morally correct, always morally just, yeah. sort of detective uh, is a bit hacky, um, mm-hmm. but, you know, for the most part, uh, like I said, they've, they've got me elite for another, I don't know,
0: six to ten episodes. Yeah, definitely. Um, as far as all the villains that were introduced, which one did you like the most? Hmm. Uh, I think the penguin was a little, little weird.
1: Uh, you know, um, even my girlfriend recognized the poison ivy reference.
0: Um, who, who else? Uh, Edward well, Nigma works for uh, the Gotham City PD. Um. Well, was it, was it I didn't hear. No, I don't. I don't think I heard Mr. Freeze. He might be in there, but uh, the yeah, part. I thought, I thought they might have made the black dude uh, Mr. Freeze. Yeah, that's a possibility. The part yeah, where uh, Peng, Penguin's in the alley and he's uh, with the other guys who are involved with Fish Mahoney, and uh, he's taking the baseball bat to the guy's head. Did you notice the strange right. edits where, like, they couldn't show like the first two hits? It was the strangest editing I've ever seen. And I, I, you I'm thinking, yeah. That is a really good point. Um, there was a really strange
1: so when I was watching with my girl, she and uh Gordon was chasing down the cat that got um you know, the, the cat that got uh clipped for killing Bruce Wayne's pop. Um the editing and, like, the sort of weird camera angles and shit like that. She's like, what the hell is up with the camera angles? And I basically just said, uh, you know, it's the first episode. They're basically blowing their production lot uh, on, on the first episode. I, 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 I'm not sure I know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I'm right. not holding out for it to peak to getting any better than what it looked like, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, they really did make it look... Um... Like 1950s meets 19, like you know, 99 meets today. I I, I mean, like I, I don't know. It, it's a mixed reaction here at the Bobcast. I mean, uh, did you get the Joker reference? Um, remind me. I might have been texting or All right. Shows. So, like in the club, like Fish Mahoney's, like reviewing, I guess, um, comedians that she might have worked uh, there. Right. And she says, like, yeah, you're pretty funny or whatever. But I read that the producers are going to do that in each episode, like, tease the Joker somehow. But, yeah, we shall see. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes
1: sense. Um, Now, here's the thing that I sort of didn't notice. Um, Was did the penguin waddle? I didn't see him waddling.
0: No, he got his legs broke. Remember? what's But they did say earlier they were like, um Yeah, like you look like a penguin or something like that, you know? Yeah, so when did he get his leg broken? I think before uh she broke the- Jada Pinkett Smith broke his uh his one leg in the club when she was like, Why are you gonna betray me or some something like that, you know what I mean? Right, but
1: why? So why did they call him penguin, like pretty much, you know, as the episode was starting? That
0: was Sort of what I was confused about that's the screenplay writers uh I don't know he made a couple decisions in this uh, script I mean the whole thing with like you know Bruce Wayne's murder being like set up by this guy who's got this family who looks like he's like a wWF wrestler you know what I mean like there were so all many right. twists and turns where I'm just like all right like how, could I watch this for five years I don't think so you know what I mean like yeah no way I honestly do you give it two seasons it will get two seasons because S.H.I.E.L.D. got two seasons and S.H.I.E.L.D. I couldn't even watch past, like, episode three. <laughs> That's a
1: good point. Yeah, well, it's funny because I was watching, when I
0: was watching Gotham, um,
1: you know, they were teasing Sleepy Hollow. I was like, holy shit.
0: Mm-hmm. Sleepy Hollow got two? This is crazy. Apparently that show's, you know, really popular, but... um, yeah, the way I see it is, that like Gotham's just a built-in, like, franchise, so it'll make money, and, you know, hopefully they get some good storytellers on there to tell. Next week looks pretty interesting, it has the Penguin, like, walking along the street, and he meets somebody, but it's the Penguin's always gonna be killing... Like, he killed somebody for, a, like, a tuna sandwich, you know what I mean? Like, Right. That you know what I'm saying? Is, like, yeah. They kind of uh, rushed it I don't him. know.
1: It was, it was just a little bit too all over the place for me, and... You know, I guess they were trying to make it gritty but and at the same time make it, um, you know, I guess prime time family-esque friendly.
0: Mm-hmm. And I
1: think it came across as really sort of hacky, to be honest.
0: Yeah, it definitely had those moments. Do you watch the show Arrow? Uh, no. Yeah. Um, is it worth it? No. <laughs> no. Okay, so yeah. I, made, I made the correct decision, never turning that on. See, so, yeah, never. I mean, you can watch one episode if, like, you got a cold or something and you you don't have anything to do with the house. But, uh, so on a scale of, uh, one to ten, what do you give Gotham? I give Gotham a, like, one and a half at most. One and a half? All right, Jay Nars. All right, All right. But, uh, yeah, We're going to be calling a couple different people here, and then at the end, uh, so out of ten stars, you're giving it one and a half. We'll add them up and see what uh, Gotham... Out of, out of ten stars, I will give it two and a half. Okay, two and a half, then. Two and a half is the final answer. We're going to tally it up, and we'll see what Gotham averaged here on the Gotham Bobcast. Joe, thanks a lot, man. All right, brother. Later. Late. So, yeah, that was Joe Norris's review of the show Gotham. Next up on the list, through the Batfan line, we're calling up Andy Karpovich. How are you there, Andy? What's up, brother? I'm doing well. Yeah, so we're on the uh Kia Optima sponsored studio up here in North Jersey. So uh what you're saying is um, you're calling from the, the road.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're calling from the road. We're calling from my parked car in my driveway.
0: As I sip on a brewski. Sipping on a brewski, what are you drinking this afternoon?
1: Uh, we got a little land shark. Got a little land
0: shark flowing down. Don't you know summer's over? Well, summer never ends. <laughs> All right. Speaking of summer ending and the fall pilots, we got the show Gotham. Okay, I just talked to Joe Norris. I'm not going to reveal to you what he said about the show, but we're going to move on through the list of Gothamites. So, uh, what was your overall thought? Uh, Did you enjoy the show? Uh, Did you have mixed reactions? How did it perform for you? It was definitely mixed, but it was enjoyable. I mean, they they know how to they
1: know for sure how to come in and out of uh, you know cutscenes and, and commercials, they hit you hard, they keep anticipating. They threw a lot at, at the viewer, but, you know, I think overall on a the pilot, they did a decent job of kind
0: of getting everybody into it. Do you think the performances were valid? Like, um, what did you think about Catwoman? Catwoman? Yeah. Uh, that was
1: almost forced for me. Like, I kind of didn't even feel like she, she needed to be in it. Yeah, way, like,
0: you know, the way they showed her. Why is she stalking Bruce <laughs> at this early stage? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I, I just didn't buy that. I didn't buy that she had the glasses yet. I didn't buy that she's up on rooftops perching. Like, it just didn't have this, you know what I mean? It didn't have an authentic. like It, it just felt rushed, kind of, like some of the stuff. But continue on. What did you think of uh, the twist when... Uh, y- in the beginning of the show, the tail beginning of this, uh, I uh, made a, a reference to the fact that this is the first time that the guy that shot Bruce's parents is a little bit overweight. He did. He did look
1: overweight. And he didn't have that, like, duster cap, you know, that they normally portray.
0: No, he looked like the guy who would, like, chop off somebody's head on the Game of Thrones. <laughs> excuse me yeah, they, he they was literally dressed as an executioner. Like, come on. All right, continue on. I mean, that's
1: they're gonna portray Joe Chill
0: like that. Yeah, it's just even, are they even calling him Joe Chill? Um, no, because I guess the perp they thought was that other guy who looked like he was like Stone Cold Steve Austin's brother. But um, <laughs> yeah, was Penny or something? Yeah, I thought Never. he was gonna. I thought he was gonna start smashing core's lights on his head when he was being chased <laughs> by Gordon. <laughs> Speaking of
1: him, the daughter, I, they mentioned her name as Ivy. Is
0: that just an homage or, or what? I, I believe it is Poison Ivy, but there was a lot of things. So it opens up with this, you know, executional... Like I, The way it happened to me was kind of weird, too. It seemed to me like it was like a hit. Definitely it seemed like a hit. I mean, he took the pearls, whatever, but... It, it, I don't know. I, 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 my favorite of all time is 1989 Batman origin story. I think that's perfect. It looks like the comic's... You know, but this was just really weird. I was like, you gotta be kidding me, dude. Like, the executioner. And, and
1: when Bruce was questioned by Gordon, in the alley,
0: you know, after
1: everything happened, yeah. he, he said he came out of the shadows, but he clearly just walked straight at them.
0: <laughs> they were too busy talking about Zorro, you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, it, it just seems stupid. It was a dumb line.
0: We just had Larry Thomas Moore calling us on the bat phone, but we're, uh, Larry. So weird. I had Larry Thomas bat. Moore on the line, but he's dropped. So listen, Batman begins at this moment, and Catwoman falls witness to it. I mean, that to me was just very strange. Batman begins? Yeah. So, uh, Lar, uh, welcome to the Bobcast. Uh, we're talking with Andy Karpowitz. Um, what did you think of the Gotham City premiere?
1: Gotham City Premier, um, I gotta tell you, I didn't catch it, because uh, the girlfriend was out of town, and I was, uh, crashing these servers
0: on Pornhub. Uh, so, can you elaborate on that a little bit? Oh, it looks like Andy Karp is coming back on the bat phone here on the Bobcast. 4.17 a.m. in the morning, we're up all night with the bats. Just get disconnected from the Yeah, I got disconnected because Larry Thomas Moore was on the other line here on the Bobcast. Tom didn't see Gotham because uh, apparently, Tom, you were uh, crashing a porn site? Yes. (laughs) Excellent. What's up, Tyler? What's going on, mate? How you doing? Conference call time. Yeah, we're on here. We're on the Bobcast. We're Bobcasting each other. So, uh, Tom is, uh, coming over here later tonight. Uh, what do you, say, what, what do you
1: say? we take off our shirts and
0: Bobcast together? <laughs> we can call it Boobcast. <laughs> so, uh, Tom is, uh, coming over here a little later to, uh, do another track. Tom, uh, what song are we gonna do tonight? Uh, to, to true, I don't even know, man. I, uh, I think I'm gonna
1: think of it on the way. I just got finished fixing shit pipes for the day. I'll be
0: home in 20 minutes, and then I'll be over to you in another 20 minutes. I like that. So Let's we'll start our podcast and guitar tracks in 40 minutes. All right, say say goodbye Thank to the Bobcast right. listeners okay, out there. I'm okay. a dirt merchant. I'm a dirt merchant. <laughs> all right, you guys be good. All right, Tom, I'll, I'll you, see you buddy. soon. Love you too, brother.
1: Bobcast. <laughs>
0: all right, so that was the first. Uh, We were able to uh, make contact with the shit pipe man, Larry Thomas Moore. Back to Gotham. Um, So we meet Jim Gordon. What were your thoughts overall of this dude, Ben McKenzie? Uh, I got to say, it was a little...
1: You know, I'll bring up this one point. When they were all in the precinct, and that that one dude had taken uh, someone hostage, he was looking for his pills, and Gordon just, like, sauntered in takes charge of the situation, like, diffuses everything. And then, like, the weirdest part was he, like, ejects the shell from
0: the gun and catches it with one <laughs> hand. That, that was so
1: lame. Yeah, I mean, come on, like, that how was... That, how is that how you introduce him?
0: I don't know, it's like he's, like, back on Southland or something. Like, that was kind of rushed. Yeah. What did you think of the guy playing Harvey, Bala? Um, I loved him. That dude's awesome, Donald Vogue. Loge, Loge, however you say his name. What's he that from again? Yeah, I mean, you remember, you remember him from Blade.
1: Yeah, Blade, that's it. Right? Yeah, okay, yeah.
0: And, and then he, was, he had that TV series, Grounded for Life. I mean, that was it was a long running, I guess,
1: for a while. But, yeah, I liked him as an actor. And I think he portrayed uh, Bullock pretty well.
0: You know, alcoholic, rough around the edges. Yeah, kind of you know what I thought? Comparing. I thought that, um, I remember when I first read about Gotham like a year ago, this dude that played uh, Bollick, uh, was a- I thought he was going to be Gordon. I think he would be, a, I, I'm going to go out there and say he might be a little bit better of a Gordon. The guy that's playing Gordon, for me, some of his lines felt like he was like in, you know, the middle of Donnie Brasco or something, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Look, it didn't fit a little bit because Bull- Bullock
1: mentioned the- called him Soldier Boy a few times during the episode. And it's, it's almost as if he's, like, coming down to the police force trying to prove something
0: without having kind of brought Gordon along as yeah. a character. I mean, it, it seems odd. It is really odd. I mean, and then we go into this, like, spiral of sorts where we're looking for Bruce Wayne's parents murderers, or murderer, excuse me, and uh, we're, we're led to Will Smith's Honey. Jada Pinkett Smith, Fish Mahoney. <laughs> what would you think about that Fish. character that was made because for TV? She was, yeah, she was,
1: again, I don't know. I mean, it seems like they're forcing the character a little bit initially, and I guess it was cool how she, she runs that portion of the, you know, the theater district for uh, Falcone. But I don't know. I, I'm not really fond of her yet. I guess we'll have to see as episodes go on.
0: I don't know. How do you feel? I don't know. I I felt like it was a wraparound to get to Falcone. You know what I mean? Like, do we really need her? Would the Penguin work for somebody or whoever the Penguin is? Like, I don't know. I mean, if I was the screenplay writer, I mean, I wouldn't want this job because five years is a long time to have, like, the payoff you want to see Bruce become Batman. Like, do I care enough about these characters, like, planting pearls on people? Like, I don't know.
1: Get moved to become a more prominent part of the show, but you know, because of that that dark aspect, but still
0: kind of hanging on to the police. I don't know, but the Penguin man—he was by far my favorite part. Yeah, I did like the Penguin. My um I, I mentioned that at the beginning um of this podcast. Uh, the one part, though, that I, I mentioned also to uh, to Joe was uh that when he first started beating the guy, the editing was so strange; they wouldn't show uh any of the the blows uh and then all of a sudden they come back to him and then they're shown more violence i'm like what what it was such a strange thing as a and the the whole time i'm wondering and the whole time i'm thinking about jack white and uh all the money that uh he must have made for uh having the music the only music that besides the omnia shit was uh the dead weather from third man records so uh, there's two songs in there, yeah. and I think the, the Penguins in one of them. But, uh, yeah, I definitely like that guy. And I like the whole thing at the end where uh, Jim Gordon blows his eard- eardrum out. You know what I mean? <laughs> See ya. Get out of here. Go to God. Yeah, go- that, that, was, that was a pretty
1: cool scene. I did like that. And then, um, Harvey's like, a boy," You know, he's like, he's like, he's in. Yeah, but, that... Oh, yo, but, the, but, then, but then when
0: the penguin surfaces, right? He surfaces, and... You see him kind of stalk up on that fisherman. Mm-hmm. You know, he just straight marked him for the sandwich. <laughs> yeah, that I was, was wrong one, man. that was, was a wrong questionable one. scene. That's a questionable scene, definitely in choice. Like, okay, he gets to like a an island of homeless people, and he stabs a man with his fishing knife for like a, a tuna hoagie. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> but I'm I'm interested to oh, okay. see what happens Tell with. Him, um, you see them choppers? Yeah, yeah, he's ready to he's ready to chomp down. And become, uh, I guess you know, fra- where's the penguin reference though? Like, I I thought he was gonna float down the river and like find penguins in like some cold place of town and, you know, like. <laughs> no. But the, um. I-, I mean, obviously they show him holding an umbrella, right? The, the classic penguin, um, <clears throat> accessory, mm-hmm. and then they show him on the-, the
1: the scene for next week. They show him kind of waddling down the street.
0: Yeah, that looks cool. I like that. Yeah, that was pretty neat. When he gets in the car with the hitchhikers or whatever. And you know he's going to kill them too. But uh did you get the Joker reference? I did. Yeah, and I actually I read up a little bit on it. I heard that they're going to like play
1: in various references throughout the se- throughout the series until they want to reveal who it
0: actually is. Yeah, my prediction is that they're going to reveal who it is maybe I guess cliffhanger season two going to three to draw this out for as long as possible. I'm, I'm hopeful though that it could get better but there was moments though where I was just like man, missing the mark here. But uh, it wasn't it's a total... No potential though because
1: there's a lot there's a lot of characters, right? And They got a lot of material to draw
0: from. hmm I wonder and how... I
1: think they're taking it they're taking it in different kind of avenues. Right? Because I... Gordon's a little different. Yeah. Alfred, by the way. I think they
0: cast well. you well. He's kind of like crash and right. He's like right to the point. Yeah, there was a book but you know, that. Uh, like that subdued sort of posh Alfred that you know. Jeff Johns' year one Alfred is just like the Alfred on this series. Like tough guy, yelling at Bruce. Then Bruce sons him. Bruce is like Alfred, you know, and uh, he's talking to Jim <laughs> Gordon. But uh, yeah, of course you're going to show up to the mansion. You're going to have Bruce Wayne on the roof. With Alfred not knowing about it. And then you of course you're gonna have Catwoman perched again at, on the gates as Commissioner Gordon leaves. And and, Catwoman. Yeah, that was yeah. A yeah, come on, dude. Like Commissioner Gordon's not gonna see some kid, you know, looking like a gago up on the, the rooftop there. Come on, yeah. like a oh. gago <laughs> South Vickersburg. If big. if, uh, if South <laughs> Vickersburg yeah, lived in Gotham, self- dude, I don't know what type of job he'd have. <laughs> He's
1: never gonna find a job.
0: Never. Not even in Gotham. <laughs>
1: I'm hopeful, though. I'm, so,
0: I'm hopeful. Yeah, I'm I definitely... Looney's,
1: uh, Looney's assistant.
0: True. I wonder how they're going to uh, introduce uh, Harvey uh, Dent.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, you know, th- that's the thing, though. It's like there's so much potential.
0: There's so many different and things they could do. As, as far as pilots go, overall, I think it was pretty good. I think that if they went the Killing... You
1: can it all you want like we're doing, but, I mean, overall, it's pretty
0: good. Yeah, definitely. I think that uh, if they but follow you know, wait, the Killing Joke format... The whole thing here, I, I read up some Easter eggs, right? Mm-hmm. Here you go. The Bat Cape. When the young young is in the alley
1: with Gordon, they drape him in that blanket, but it's, like, fixated just like his cape is as Batman. True. So you got that. The clock window in
0: Barbara Queen's apartment is like symbolism for the younger Barbara, you know, their their daughter, their future daughter. hmm Batgirl as the Oracle because she she posts up in the clock tower. Oh yeah! Yes, yes. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, they talked a lot of stuff. What else? Are you, what else? You guys, got? you getting more Easter eggs? Um. Mooney's dancers—they were wearing black, white, and red in like checkerboard pattern, like Harley Quinn. Okay, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, definitely. That was, it was a quick shot; it's easily missed. Um, fourth and Grundy. Uh, Harvey wants to meet up there with Gordon's character. Yeah. And you know Solomon Grundy. You yeah, know I, I Solomon love Solomon Grundy. Grundy, dude. I think he's great. He's like the. Like, DC Comics, Incredible Hulk-style villain. Great oh, Hulk. Yeah, he's... I don't really know much about him. I, I kind of want to get more into it. He's, he's out there. He appears in, like, every, like, 137 issues of Batman. Because he's such a strange character. You know, he uh, has some mythology... Uh, I think he's based out of mythology. Like, he appears in several things, and, like, nobody owns him. Like, you can... like tra- I think, like, he's just, like, Dracula and Frankenstein that anybody could write about him. But, like, the I mean, Wolf... The wolf man, you need you to go and get a license. Did
1: you see, that? Did you see the, um, the, trailer for that new movie, Dracula
0: Untold? Yeah, like, it's the Sympathy for Dracula movie. What's that about? didn't doing any research on it? Uh, I mean, it looks like it has, like, you know, potential, um... They're kind of playing Dracula as, like, being, like, I guess a king who wants to defend his kingdom and... Instead of, uh... You know, just giving up and letting his people be conquered. He makes a deal with, uh, I guess, the guy from Game of Thrones, uh, the Lannister father who died on the shitter. And um, I think that, you know, it's a, like Braveheart Dracula style. I did see uh, Tusk last weekend. That was uh, very disturbing. As far as movies that I'm looking forward to, I mean, um, I like everything David Fincher does, so I'll definitely check out Gone Girl. Did you read the book. Nah, my wife did, and I wanted to read it, but she said don't, because uh, she wants to go to the movies with me to see it. Nah. yeah, Kathy read it a while back. She doesn't
1: really remember what happened. I mean, I'd see it. looks pretty,
0: pretty interesting, but you got uh, Ben Affleck. Yeah, you got Batman. Oh, yeah,
1: well, well what about yeah, Ben Affleck and Batman? What's that all
0: about? Uh, you know, I remember the night I found out I was uh, at a casino, and uh, I had been drinking, and I thought it was like a joke, Ian Reed uh texted to me and I just I was like what dude what, what he wrote to me and wrote uh is it true and like uh we only really text about bat related kind of stuff you know like and I was like I looked it up and i was I was really mortified but I've come to like grown accustomed to it I've seen the photos uh doesn't look like he's talking much you know what I mean like he's just assuming the role he'll be uh yeah, like, the, the time the movie comes out, the first Batman movie, it'll be 2019, he'll be almost 50, and if you think about it, I guess they're really seasoning this guy to be the Dark Knight Returns, you know what I mean, like, I, met, uh, I, I wonder if he signed like a contractor's that's like, you're going to be Batman for the next 25 years. That's whack, yo, no, no way. He, I don't I, know, I mean, I think they gotta, they gotta test it out before they do that, right? Yeah, I think they do. But there's no way that that kid on Gotham is going to grow up to be Ben Affleck. <laughs> yeah, no, he's going
1: he's gonna to be cute He's definitely a
0: male. I mean, I, I was even... That,
1: I think that kid's... They cast it pretty well
0: for him. Yeah, but you know what, though? Like, this is the thing about casting a teenager. You're not sure if this kid's going to grow up to look exactly like their mother or father. You know what I mean? Like, what if, like, this kid just doesn't get tall and he's, like, 5'4 for the rest of his life and he can't build any muscle? <laughs> And like he just doesn't look like Bruce Wayne at all. Like I, you know, that kind of happened because I think Henry Cavill actually is going bald, and I think they're giving him supplements to grow his hair back. Because I remember when he was doing <laughs> the press junket for Man of Steel, he definitely looked like he was thinning up there. So but I, I don't know.
1: I mean, well, they, could, they could swap out characters if you really want to.
0: True, but you know what? Yeah, I'm interested I mean, to wanna... see. I'm interested to see that Shazam movie. I always liked Shazam. I thought that was. Yeah, it. I am never a Shazam fan. You got to read the book Kingdom Come, all the Bobcast listeners out there. If you if you want to read something that takes place in the future where Batman, Superman are, you know, in their golden age, senior citizens, and they have to battle some sort of creature from another planet, check out Kingdom Come by Alex Ross. Gotham. Uh, so basically, we've been asking everybody, you know, to give us on a scale of one to ten, ten stars for the Bobcast Gotham. How many stars would you give it? I'm going to go, I'm going to go, a, like a six and a half. All right, six and a half is your tally. Uh, if the show does perform next week, we're going to continue this Gotham cast. Uh, any closing thoughts as far as uh, Gotham? Well, I mean, I think, I, I think they're on their way. They
1: just got to try and not throw everything at us and really... They're going to have to flesh out all these characters, so if they're going to take their time with things, they got to do it in a way that's going to keep us watching. But, I mean, I think it's there. The casting is pretty good overall, and I'm interested to see the Penguin, really. like He's my top
0: guy right now. The Penguin, I want to see what's going on over there. Yeah, and I me like too. character a lot, so you know, pretty good. Overall, I, I, I liked it. Predictions for when... Uh... Commissioner Gordon will grow his mustache. <laughs> uh, he's got to get older
1: though, right? I mean, it's got to be like three students.
0: I wonder if they're going to age him. Like, give him like gray hair and you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> make him start... He does smoke cigarettes. He's not smoking cigarettes on the show. And he drinks coffee. You know what I mean? And he they're doesn't wear ask. no glasses. Let's go around some lovers. Yeah, uh, he reminds me of Ethan Hawke's character from Training Day, like, you know, the do-gooder who pops the you know, the bullets out of the gun when he sits down at the yeah, poker he's got, table. That, he's got that
1: rookie sheen on him that, that's got to wear
0: off quick. Well, hopefully uh, the show picks up. Uh, it, it's still a, a mixed review across the board. We're going to continue uh, the Gotham cast with another special guest, but I'd like to thank Andy. Andy, thanks for calling us from the car, stereo, headset, phone, slash studio, slash lounge, C. Uh, you're welcome, man. Yo, let's, let's leave on with this. Fish Mooney gets a foot rub by the penguin. Oh. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you very much. Later, Bobby. Back here in the lounge, 7.42 p.m. We're going through time like Marty McFly. Uh, welcome back. It's been a while. Uh, Mickey to the Bobcast.
2: What's up, Bobcast Nation? Good to be back.
0: How are you this evening? Doing
2: pretty good. Feeling pretty great.
0: So uh, what was your thoughts on Gotham? Just give us your review.
2: I was instructed to watch Gotham by none other than the host of the B.O.B. C.A.S.T. And I did. I obliged. You know, I sat down with it. I uh, put it on and I pressed play and uh, immediately the cab driver from MTV struck a chord of nostalgia, as it were. I don't know what it was, but uh, I love that guy. You know, the 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 Dow of Steve was one of his movies. I i Daniel Latham. What's his Dan, name?
0: Uh, Something like that.
2: I, I just really have like an affection for that guy. He's always been part of my uh, psyche ever since that MTV character hit the scene. So immediately I was drawn in, and of course the uh, you know Ben McKenzie, uh, Detective Gordon character, yes. played by uh, Ben McKenzie, obviously, was cool too, because the OC was awesome back in the day, and he was just always the man. So wait, you were a fan of the OC? Yeah, you heard it here on the Bobcast. I'm not ashamed to admit it. What was your uh, affiliations with uh, that show? Well... The trivia is that I've never actually seen the first episode. I've seen every other one, but
0: I've never to this day seen the first episode of the OC. That's, uh, that's kind of romantic. Could so uh, continue on. So uh, did you believe that Detective Gordon? Did he, bur- you-
2: he burst his way onto the scene rather quickly and uh, broke up the little sk- skirmish in the prison. And it drew me in. I I, I didn't feel anti-Gotham the entire run of the show. I was always tuned in. Uh, I did pull up a second screen at times to like look up some stuff on the internet. But my focus was on the show, the majority of it, and uh, I liked the set design. I uh, saw that the character who played Selena Kyle was signing autographs at my local comic book store one day. I didn't go to that sign. Oh,
0: really? She was down there? Where was she at? At Fat Jack's, as previously mentioned on the
3: podcast.
0: Bob, <laughs> Bobcast. Supports Fat Jacks downtown. You took me there, right?
2: Yeah, it's you The ropes.
0: Yeah, place is great. I'm sorry, my allergies are bothering me. It's alright. And you know what's crazy? That,
2: that's not even my um, go-to comic book store. That's just my local neighborhood comic book store. Um, might as well give a shout-out to Atomic Comics on South Street, which is where I generally go uh, for all my comic book needs. And the guys there are really great. Shout-out Chris, Joe, everybody in the place to be.
0: So you had no major gripes at all with the show Gotham on Fox?
2: Not too many to recall. Uh, the Jada Pickett-Smith character was my least favorite. The Gordon character was not enough. Um, I've read some reviews and they said the character of Gotham was more uh, in your face than any of the other actual human characters.
0: Yeah. How did you... Uh, I mean, you've obviously read... Batman Year One, you've read The Dark Knight Returns, you've mm-hmm. seen the 1989, Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson mm-hmm. film.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you think that the beginning um, was an excellent execution? Yeah. Yes. You did like yes. it? Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah,
2: yeah. I swear, I jumped right in and I was like, yeah. You know what I mean? Just get it, cut to the chase.
0: So one of the major gripes here on the Gotham cast, uh, since you're just joining us here in the lounge, is that uh, it was the first time ever that Joe Chill, if you will, the assassin was a little bit overweight. Did you notice that?
2: He was a little hefty.
0: He was a little dumpy.
2: <laughs> Dump trucks. What's
0: up, you crazy Gothamites?
2: <laughs> it was good, though, man. It launched you right into it. I like how they added Selina Kyle in the mix at that yeah. particular moment. It, it developed like an um, unspoken backstory, which is cool, you know? Uh, they they got to do stuff. They can't be about Batman, so stuff like that. It's, it's
0: true. It's true. Um, I, can, I see it, you know, um, in your mind, you, you kind of enjoyed it, but uh, you sent me a text today. Can you recall that text?
2: Yeah, um, next week, I just, I feel like I know where it's gonna go.
0: <laughs> you're done watching it. Yeah. I, so I, I you basically really just started the pilot, it. and you're like, alright, that's it, I'm done.
2: Yeah, the pilot has landed safely, and, you know, went back into the hangar. I mean,
0: Basically, the the ship has landed. We know where it goes. So, uh, as far as, um, the the, the performance of the Penguin, did you enjoy his, uh, yeah, repertoire? Peng,
2: yeah, Penguin was a great character. Uh, they found a guy with the most perfect nose in Hollywood for mm-hmm. that role, uh, and that, you know, hook in, <laughs> just got in there, and that's what it needed to do, and not to mention his acting skills were really, really impressive, as my brother so poetically finished off his time on the Bobcast with uh, the Penguin Rubbin, you know, cash money, or whatever his name is, his uh, feet, you know, he was cool, he was a sniveling, little, grueling, little, grotesque, you know, P.O.S. <laughs>
0: So, uh, piece of shit, huh? Yeah, he wasn't a good guy. So, uh, did you think it was the Joker on stage?
2: Not at the time. Only after I read reviews did it, like, come to mind. Like I said, I wasn't focused on it. I wasn't, like, enveloped in it. I mean, I enjoyed it, don't get me wrong, but... I wasn't, you know... It wasn't Batman, it was Gotham, and it was just from the outside looking in. I don't
0: know, I didn't didn't not like it, I just... Yeah, could take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. Do you think there'll be another uh, Gotham cast here on the Bobcast? Yeah, I could see the show doing
2: some cool stuff that's unexpected. Like, I, it was unexpected to see any of it. The whole premise is unexpected. A show without Batman about Gotham. I never really got into the comic book TV shows. I want to watch The Flash, but I'm just not not going to do it. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. I mean, if I miss it on uh, Antenna TV, I'm just not going to download it.
0: So, yeah, I guess we'll see what happens as far as Gotham goes. Uh, can you tell the readers, excuse me, the listeners, <laughs> what's going on October the 24th?
2: It's going to be the first ever launch party for our band Pocket Dial. We've began the countdown to lift off already. We're holding steady at T-28 days. Ready for liftoff. Pocket Dial is going to be presenting select batch of songs from its first album and uh we're really excited it's gonna be no cover is that a bobcast exclusive
0: uh it's not it remains to be seen but if we can have it our way yes we let you get into the club for free come at our expense let us entertain you it's a reason to come down to historic philadelphia's manny yunk
2: the grape room right it's gonna host a dynamic event we're just going to totally launch the launch all night.
0: It's going to be like a live Bobcast.:
2: Live Bobcast uh, wholeheartedly.
0: The pocket dial.:
2: The pocket dial is going to launch so epically that night. It's going to be so great. I'm so excited.
0: I told my kids uh, the band name's Pocket Dial, and they were like, oh, you should call it the pocket dial. Oh
2: yeah, they wanted to add the dial.
0: The. They wanted to add it as if you know we are the the dial. The project dial. What about the pocket dial? <laughs> like what? Like we're like French? Like all day. Z or no? Like the pocket dial right. is now going to be taking the stage. Right. Directly yeah. look me in the eye when I'm speaking to you. And then we'll uh, rechristen ourselves, the pocket dial. For the, the, second pocket album. dial <laughs> the
2: pocket
0: dial. The pocket dial is meant to see you.
2: But no, October twenty fourth is all about the launch of our first album, and we're really excited for it i uh, got great friends and great family coming to support us. And like, like we said, if we can get you in, just have a Bacchanal there with us and just have the best time of your life. Buy the bar and buy the bar over and over again because all we want to do is have a great time. And, you know, 18 to launch, 20 to launch, 21 to launch.
0: Okay, so uh, here on the Pocket Dial, let's do an experiment. Let's create the drink of the night. The Pocket Dial Martini. Ooh, talk what? to me. So, it doesn't have to necessarily be a martini. It could be a Manhattan. No. It could be, you know, whatever. But the pocket dial drink, what elements would you put into this dial drink?
2: I mean, it'd probably be more of like a Detroit, <laughs> if anything. <I> <laughs> what do you mean? Get just like dirty and like, you yeah. know, like a mixture of uh, craft brews all rolled into one barrel and just simmered until just a
0: real completion. I'll tell you, you know what I really like? I like a Manhattan yeah. You know, I like a little bourbon, mm. a little lemon peel, a little mm. Uh I had one over at the Valley Forge Casino two weeks ago, and it took me into uh, Elysium. Cha-ching! So I guess, you know, uh, maybe some Coronas, you know what I mean, for all those friends of ours at the El Camino Casino that are coming?
2: <laughs> yeah, we could <laughs> dial them right in. All night. Everything. All they want. It's on. Uh, you know, I used to promote shows offering free uh, goodies, and there were personalized goodies. For example, if uh, you were a teacher, you know, I would give free sick days and uh, free substitute teachers as what an incentive for you to come to the show.
0: What if you sold retail clothes?
2: I would give you uh, free days off and uh, free credit cards to go shop retail, since you're into that sort of thing.
0: Would you give me prepaid debit cards? Exactly. All right, Pocket Dial, October 24th, Manny Young, The Great Room. Let's take a listen. Uh, check, I'm going to let you DJ right now. Tell me what Pocket Dial track you want me to play right now.
2: I would love to hear probably the most sentimental track we got, Wildest Fantasy. This goes out to all the ladies listening, all the lovers tuning in, and everybody looking to have a really good time.
3: Launch the ranch. Yves Saint Laurent. Launch the ranch. Summertime conquest Saw you in the mall Let's grab a cup of coffee Or a drink later, darling No stalling Cut to the chase, girl Let me deep inside your Little perfect girl world And I'll show you All I know I'll make you feel like the guys or a double rainbow Let's go Let's make it happen I ain't tickling you, But you can't stop laughing Girl Tell me how you